Welcome back to the Delia Dad podcast here on episode number 74 and a change of sceneries as I welcome you dad to the 74th episode of our podcast that has been widely advertised as of late with precanas, with uh, outreach, with going to new places, somewhat new places, pretty much as yeah, dad, welcome to the podcast that it feels like it's been forever and we'll talk about those things, but at the same time, welcome to my office. <laughs> Yeah, and I love it. I mean, this is great. Uh, it's a different setting. It's a different environment, but uh, it's the same goal, the same heartbeat. Yeah. So when it comes to Delia Dad, um, welcome to our listeners to this episode, as, as Beto announced, uh, 74. And it's uh, due for May the 2nd, uh, 2022. And uh, we, like always, uh, respect uh, the honesty and, and the transparency and um we're trying to once again play catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to advance and, and be able to get current. Um, to be honest with you, at this point, we're 11 episodes behind. But in the next couple of days, God willing, we'll be able to take care of that. And that's why I'm here in the great city of Corpus Christi. The unique great city of Corpus Christi. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so good. It's Yeah, it's, it's good to have you here. I mean, normally I'm the one kind of going out there to the house and... We record out there and right. this, cause this is the first episode we have here exactly yeah so it's it's a different flavor different atmosphere um but at the same time like you mentioned the same goal same idea same concept same same outreach and same energy to be able to simply provide these things for our audience who some have been like hey when's the next one coming yeah. out yeah. What, what happened? What happened? Yeah. Are you okay? Everything okay? Like, yeah, everything's fine. Did everything's you fine. stop? <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's the last thing we'll ever do. And, and that's one of the things that we we, we honor, again, the, the transparency just behind what, we, what we're doing. And just, yeah, life, life's happened. And, you know, many things have happened even in the last 24 hours. And so it's like, yeah, we're just on this comeback story as we usually are. I guess we have a thing for being the underdogs. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> But nonetheless, we're here and we are in Lunes de Fe, in which we get to talk about our faith. We get to talk about just some exciting things that are happening, that, that are going to happen. And of course, we're presenting this podcast to you as if we're in the moment of May 2nd. So we're, we're going to do like one thing that I'm learning right now with uh, the Bible in a year. When you're reading through the book of, uh, if you're following the podcast, if you're reading through the book of Kings, if you're reading the, through the book of Chronicles, Chronicles is is saying, sharing the story of what already happened. And yet in the first reading with Kings, you're going through that same story. So this is kind of like that. Pretty much. We're going yeah. through the story that already happened, right. but we're telling to you live, I guess, for those of you who are, who are listening. And, and these podcasts are timeless. I mean, you'll be listening to these things years down the road and you know, people won't be like, okay, that's very awkwardly specific. May 2nd, 2022, you know what I mean? Right. But nonetheless, uh, a lot to talk about today. They really so. And I want to focus on, um, again, living the moment of May the 2nd and, and that week and what, what covers. One of the things I, I want to uh, recognize because of, of this particular week is Teacher Appreciation Week. And um, you being a teacher, uh, had that experience having your mom as a teacher. Um, me being a teacher, but within the, the realm of the Catholic Church and through as a catechist and things like that. Um, I want for you to kind of, um, you know, uh, spare that moment of your experience and, and, you know, kind of recollect um, uh, 
what it is to actually, I mean, you walked in those shoes when it comes to the actual um, experience of teaching young kids uh, at a school setting. Um, then the, the, the other part of this uh, episode is basically for me to share about what's going to happen starting today as May the 2nd, he heading over to Our Lady of Guadalupe, well, yeah, Our Lady of Guadalupe Church in Hebronville as we will be uh, hosting the first listening sessions um, for the Synod and what that's all about and what is to come. So, Beto, Teachers Appreciation Week. That was always one of my favorite weeks. It may or may not be because they would spoil us, but um, that week was... I guess for us, it was always a unique experience to simply see the gratitude from the students, but then also from the families. And that's kind of one thing that I I do miss. Not because of what we receive, but because of the love that was displayed for us Yes. that week. And every other week, you know, but more intentionally that week, because that's when the teachers are, are, are honored and appreciated, hence the title. But yeah, it was, it was always a unique experience because you get to you get to the heart of the families and when they share those things with you that not just the tangible things like any gifts or the uh famously chick-fil-a gift card which i love i always appreciated you know <laughs> uh me and food are a perfect match and so anytime it would go even beyond those things like even a card and and my my homeroom class um that they're now entering 10th grade this school year um they were that fam that that family that that group they would always present a card with the names of all the students and to some extent it was like their own signature and then the families on top of that and so they would always just kind of give this gesture of love and appreciation for what we've done for them as as their teachers And for us, you know, the goal is, at least for me, at least, the goal was always clear. Like, my, my goal for, for, the, for the students was, like, be a saint, and that's it. Everything else will take care of itself. But if that's your goal, that's your drive, then everything else will take care of itself. And the families recognize those things. So they're very grateful at, at the end. And again, it comes at the end of the year, you know, when, when we're going crazy, like a thousand miles an hour, getting all of our last-minute lesson plans, last-minute, you know, um, the things that we need to turn in. <clears throat> at the same time, Um, just to have a week dedicated to the teachers, to all the teachers, especially coming out from pandemic, just the, the things that they were able to do. Um, and yeah, just being able to go above and beyond for the sake of the kids, um, going through what they had to go through or what we had to go through um, in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of these changes, in the midst of constraints, but still be able to deliver a message, still be able to deliver that same love and kindness that, that we desired for them. Um, and yeah, that, that week was very evident and the, the families went all out. I mean, the families would go all out for us, um, just as we would do for their kids throughout the entire year. And so um, to have that week for us, I mean, it was always a, a, a gift, a joy. Of course, those gift cards go a long way. Um, I still have some that I haven't used. Um, <laughs> Because it's Olive Garden. It's one of those things like you gotta wait for a good occasion. Um, nonetheless, um, it was always a gift. And so one of the things I just want to give a shout out because, again, I am not just the only teacher. To all the people that graduated with me that are, not, that are now teachers, I've seen their stories on social media and just what they've done and then what they continue to do. Because since then, I since January, I, I've stepped out of that teaching role 
um, officially, in which I'll be making my way back yeah. <laughs> next month. <laughs> so, um, you know, to all of them uh, and to all the teachers that I've worked with from opening up my, my career, per se, at Mary Help, um, that I was there for a semester and teaching alongside Sister Melissa and Sister Sydney. Um, but then all the teachers that were there, um, to all the teachers that I had a chance to work with and coaches uh, over at uh, Faskin Elementary School, over at Nixon High School, and as well as um, that last school, uh, Lamar Bernie Vergara Middle School, uh, with Coach Fernandez. And so uh, to them, and to, of course, that I spent the bulk of my career with uh, Blessed Sacrament School, uh, to all the teachers there, you know, just being able to share those memories, those experiences, and that love, um, it was always a gift, a joy. And of course, now with my new family over here at, at Moshe's Blood Elementary, um, just be, be able to share those last three months with them, just kind of, even though I was in and out, uh, this is going to be next month, is going to be my first glimpse of an entire school year with them. Now that I have my classroom, they gave me a classroom, and so that's when you know things are real. You know, <laughs> things are going to be pretty, pretty awesome. And so, yeah, just again, Teacher Appreciation Week to all those teachers who are listening in. You know, our heart goes goes out to you for all that you do because, again, it's not the easiest job in the world. And it's one of those things where I think parents had a really good taste of what it takes these last couple of years, especially with pandemic. But um, nonetheless, to all the teachers who are still and to those who honestly have those milestones, like 30 years, 45 years, 50 years. I don't know how you do it, but wow, what a gift to be able to do those. I was at three years and I'm like, okay, this is... I think this is up. This is ne- what's the next thing, you know? But nonetheless, um, our hearts for my kids. And I have a picture here in my office of one of my students gave me as a goodbye gift because uh, they were leaving. Um, and it's a picture, it's a heart full of pictures of what we experienced together. And of course, a picture of you and mom there as well, as you are the greatest teachers for me. And so, with that being said, happy Teacher Appreciation Week to all the teachers who keep doing what they do because they love what they do because they love their kids and so yeah there's that happy teacher appreciation week and, and in doing so um the the element of teacher uh even in scripture you know it's 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 uh, mentioned to a certain level um i remember the the little scripture reference to this on having Jesus being called teacher mm-hmm. and you mentioned right now uh, as, as far as your, your parents myself and your mom um, being teachers as well uh, that, that's another reality and, and yes that teaching element is, is so powerful and so needed that um, the teaching aspect it's only one part of it the other part of it is the learning uh, the response to that teaching and um, through our lives, all of us, we have had, you know, uh, multiple teachers from our parents all the way through our present. And uh, those teachers at school, um, <clears throat> I, I remember myself, you know, I, I have throughout elementary the names in my mind and in my heart of every single teacher that I went through. And um, some of them have been called by the Lord. Others are still among us, and um, it's it, it's a blessing when we see each other. And, and then through uh, back then there was no middle school; it was junior high. Yeah. Uh, 
um, back in junior high and in high school, you also had those now more teachers involved because of the different subjects um, in, in, in now middle school and high school. But <clears throat> one of the things that was great was that the uh, opportunity to come to know these people that you just mentioned, you know, all those people that have, uh, you know, 25, 30, 40 years under their belt as teaching, you know, I, I don't know how you do it. It's pretty much the passion of responding to their vocation. Mm-hmm. And um, I admire all those teachers that have played a insignificant role in my life to have been properly um, a good, sound teacher on me learning what I needed to do. Yeah. And I think that um, there's, there's teachers that um, you remember and, and the, the heart smiles, mm-hmm. you know, not the mind, not the face, but the heart smiles on those teachers. And those teachers are, are very unique uh, in my life. So I remember my teachers as, as I was growing up through the uh, realms of uh, education, the world of education, and uh, those teachers that have made an impact in my life. And, and, and some of you I've, I've told them, you know, mm-hmm. straight forth, you know, and uh, uh, I do remember a couple of, you know, teachers that say, fue mi alumno, he was my student, with such pride. Well, the same pride and even more is from my part. And those teachers that might be listening to this, um, you know, uh, you've done well. Mm-hmm. You've done well. I have learned well. And I thank you for that. And I think that's part of the appreciation of a teacher this week in trying not only to you know, use this time to say thank you to the teachers and express our own gratitude. And, and although it's proper and, and it's good, you know, but we wish that what you mentioned as well, you know, it should be teacher appreciation every day. Yeah. Because a lot of people hold it until this one week or this one moment of the week to say and express how much they feel towards you, the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I think that that needs to be touched more on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, so that that communication can be um, that partnership in education that we all talk about when it comes to the school settings, that we want our parents to be part of this partnership in educating their children. And yes, there's that famous uh, cliche that it takes a village to educate a child. Well, yes it is, and, and we need to be open to all that reality all that village um, becomes an element of teaching. Mm-hmm. Now the other part is us on willing to learn and then put it into practice. Yeah. So uh, as far as the actual experience of teaching, um, we thank all those teachers. We, we sincerely, we applaud you. And in, in our faith, we, we pray for you. We praise God. There you go. We praise God for you. And, and believe me, um, we are so grateful for what you do. And um, it's not just a simple thing to say right now, but it's something to take to heart. Mm-hmm. And by all means, uh, teachers, we really appreciate everything that um, you have done, you are doing, and that you will do. Because even those teachers have gone before us, um, there's a certain element of yearning, there's a certain element of remembering, there's a certain element of learning well that lesson from her or from him. Mm-hmm. And it means so much. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the way I 
usually tell the parents when uh, I remind them that the school system, the school education world, when they tell them, parents, you are the first teachers of your children. And I always like to add, and you never stop teaching. Mm -hmm. You are called by God. You're gone. It's your fifth anniversary, your 10th anniversary, 20th anniversary of your passing. And you're still teaching mm -hmm. because your kids are going to say, hey, ¿te acuerdas lo que decía pa? Mm -hmm. Remember what dad used to say? Just remember what mom used to say. Still teaching. Mm -hmm. you know? So that element is always real there for us as, as, as parents and being teachers. And of course, as teachers being teachers. So once again, teachers, thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you want to do a shout out to any particular teacher, coach. I know you went down through the list and I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to be able to name everybody, but, you know, just again, just top of my head, just because I started off with Sister Melissa and Sister Sydney, um, just kind of teaching with them, with religion. Uh, I, I apologize if I can't get to everybody, but, you know, just uh, Coach Fernandez over at uh, LBV Middle School. She was my, she was helping me out with my last semester in college, undergrad. And then, of course, going to to uh bless sacrament with uh you know we had an l we had Ms. Gutierrez, we had liz we had lucy we had you know uh yesenia she was you know coaching as well and so yeah just going down the list with, with all the teachers that, that i can possibly name um but also um also here uh with uh sister marilyn she she's now I was, she was the one that I was helping here at, at Moses Blood, and I was kind of going in and out of her classroom teaching this this Bible app for the kids. Um, and now she's a principal at Bishop Garriga Middle School. So, <laughs> you know, shout out to her and her new mission. And, you know, it's going to be great. It's phenomenal. And she showed her a lot of heart, you know, for the kids for, by stepping in mid-year and just kind of sticking through it. And so, um, but yeah, uh, just again, to all those who that, that I mentioned, it was a joy to just share the classroom with them, share the joys, the trials. But at the same time, the stories and getting to know their hearts, um, I think for me was the most amazing thing. And I still keep up with, with a good number of them, but not all of them to this day. And um, yeah, it's always a gift. And so I don't forget those things for sure. Um, and I know I wish them the very best uh, in what they're doing and what their their next you know uh, mission is uh, for those who are, are contemplating you know um, just what their next phase in their life is. Uh, which might be just another school year, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, yeah, shout out to all of them. And just also a big shout out to all my own teachers that I had growing up. Um, that as you were mentioning, your, 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 this teachers that you've had, oh, I, I was just kind of like flooded with memories of my own teachers uh, as well. But, you know, um, just I guess one of the greatest teachers that I've had was uh, Coach Alfaro, you know, both in and outside the classroom and also in and outside the field. Um, and so, uh, and then, as you mentioned, those who have gone before us, I remember just Mr. Hernandez from Santo Nino with the iconic voice. Yeah. yeah, just remember him. I learned a lot. I learned my multiplication table with him, so you, you can't go. forget that. So, yeah, again, to all the teachers that I've worked with, that I've learned under, and that I will continue to work with and learn under, um, happy Teacher Appreciation Week to you. That's right. And, and one of the things, that, as now you were mentioning, um, the, the element of, of teaching uh, in a school setting, um, in a public or Catholic school setting, for the education world, but also for the faith world. And when it comes to our catechists, um, our catechists are very much also teachers. And 
although they're not kind of put into that realm because as a matter of fact there's no uh, happy um, catechism appreciation week oh that there should be I think we're gonna make it happen this year yeah we, 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 we've got to work on that but you know just bringing them into this realm of uh, teacher appreciation to all the catechists to all those that have pretty much um, done this pro bono mm-hmm. all of them are most volunteers uh, and 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 I myself in, in, in you know according to to the Catholic Church and to the brackets of uh, the year of 18 on 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 to the 50s um, I myself uh, over 40 years of, of experience of being a catechist and and sharing this commitment with uh, all these children and young people and families I also you know went shoulder to shoulder with other catechists as they were doing the same as I was so to all the catechists that have dedicated also you know the 25 30 or you know 40 years of of experience as a catechist thank you for teaching God's love thank you for actually uh, a catechist is, is not to teach the faith but to share the faith yeah And, and that is such a, a significant role because now you're sharing of yourself on what God has given you. And we see also that we share God's love uh, all put together. And to all the catechists, I want to include you here. And those have made a, a big difference. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, you were saying about, um, you know, the teachers and the principals and, and uh, as You know, Blessed Sacrament uh, Catholic School in Laredo has has been growing. Um, when I when I think of Blessed Sacrament, I, I I know the community. I know a lot of friends from there, but um, in the history of it. But right now, presently, in, in this past few years, um, you know, Father Wojciech, Father Wojciech has been pretty much a very beautiful instrument of uh, as a teacher, as a pastor. Uh, someone who is embracing not only the role of a pastor and responsibility of the, the, the parish itself, but also a Catholic school. Yeah. And and have a priest that has those two big duties, you know, to oversee, it, it's it's amazing. So I, I also see Father Joe, you know, here. Yeah, Father Joseph has been real good and instrumental with the school, and I was able to see a little bit of that this past year, just kind of my in and outs with the school. And he was there at all the awards, but I thought that was so cool. Just to have that priestly presence, and he looks super cool with his cassock. You know, just you know, always, always wearing the, the, the cassock, and, and just making the priesthood visible. And I think that is a key for all Catholic schools, just to have that again, that visibility of clergy. And hopefully, one day we'll get to re- we'll get to return to seeing more religious in schools. That's right, and that's one of the things that we, it's so memorable from Mary Help a Christian School in Laredo. Uh, the sisters always very visible. Yeah. And uh, when the community was a little bit stronger, we had more sisters that were involved in the education of the children. And the role of the sister was always giving that presence. Mm-hmm. And now, because of the sister element or, or mother figure, um, the Blessed Mother was always very, you know, as Mary helped Christians, mm-hmm. very, very more tangible to to was going on and to see and to sense mm-hmm. and to us you know your your mom had the experience of being a music teacher and then a religion teacher that Mary helped but we had firsthand um, connection with the Salesian sisters I myself I was taught 
my first uh, Holy Communion process and development information through the Salishian Sisters. Mm -hmm. So it was the Salishian Sisters that, and there was one who advocated for me and kind of broke the rules, but that's a different story um, <laughs> to talk about later on. But as far as, you know, the life of the Salishian Sisters in our lives, uh, like I would tell Sister Barbara, you know, there's a lot of Salishian blood in us, and, and that's been because of the love that has been poured out, you know. And we happen to, to be helping out at San Luis Rey, which has a Salishian community, you know, with the priests there. And um, it, it, it's just kind of a, a complete circle, you know, as a catechist, mm -hmm. being able to come back and, and share what it all started from, yeah. you know, giving back. And God has His ways. So yeah. we thank the master teacher. Yeah. We thank the master teacher as well in, in this appreciation week for uh, teaching us his love. And not only that, but providing that love for us. It's so interesting to close up here. Um, so you talk about the, 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 the circle. Yeah. So growing up, uh, I there's this girl where every time we would come on the yearbook, we'd come out next to each other. And her name was Graciela, like Hernández Ramírez. So we'd come out together, and we were, we were in class together at Marine Hope. Well, long story short, the years go by, and that semester that I go teach, I'm teaching alongside her <laughs> at Marine Hope. You know, so like just so crazy how just like the life, circle of life, if you will, uh, in the Salesian life kind of just went around, and, and now it was us teaching these kids with the same uniform, with the same, you know, blue checkered uniform, uh, with the patch of MHCS on there. And, and uh, yeah, I just thought that was pretty interesting. And uh, a core moment, I guess, a core memory. Pretty much so, yeah, pretty much so. And I, I know that um, uh, we're in May, uh, talking about it right now, but um, in the month of July, I, I, I know that the Salishian Sisters will be celebrating 150 years. Mm -hmm. so we're getting ready for that. We'll, we'll do another shout out when we have closer to that episode. Yeah. But yes, uh, we're, we're so blessed to, to have teachers in different capacities and different realms and different ways of how their teaching methods we have been able to respond by learning yeah. and putting to practice what we learned and, and in doing so just a brief thing about uh, I want to share um, on the Senate that um, it's a particularly important phase that Pope Francis has pretty much uh, encouraged and it's asking um, almost a mandate for all dioceses to respond on making sure that we hear from the laity, we, we hear from the people of God. And there's a mixed feeling of how and why and all these things. So I, I think we need to learn um, well about responding to love. Either asking for you, for your opinion, they're asking for your heart, your answer, your, your comment, even your, your concerns or your complaints, whatever the case may be. The church right now in the Senate is asking you to share yourself. What do you think? What do you feel? What are you going through? And uh, there's going to be some listening sessions. And, and here on, on May the 2nd, we're going to start over at Lady Guadalupe and Heavenville for that first session. And, and we're hoping that we have a good turnout. And we're hoping that we're able to um, do what, what is required. And, and it's a very simple process. We're going to have a couple of questions that are going to be thrown out to, to the um, participants. They're going to fill out the, uh, the answers. And then they're going to um, break them into groups because then we're going to provide them some um, additional information that they're going to uh, dissect and they're going to share. And then they're going to put it together. And they're going to voice out uh, in writing 
and then we're going to just collect that um, then turn it over once we all all the parishes are done in our Diocese of Laredo it's going to be now uh, compiled and then sent uh, over to the Vatican and to get to the Vatican uh, it, I think the process might be and might change but right now I think that um, all dioceses will be reporting to the nuncio and the nuncio will actually take it over to the Vatican and it's it's not a a, a lost case and no one has said caso they're not going to listen to me they will they will and I'm hoping that people respond to that so yeah part of the listening mm -hmm. to be able to learn a beautiful teaching method yeah and speaking about you know just kind of come back to the present we had the nuncio here in Corpus Christi what just two weeks ago with the uh, Eucharistic Congress that was hosted here by the diocese. Uh, we had him and we had uh, Archbishop Gustavo. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we had just a, a lineup, you know, for keynote speaking and then the Nuncio was one of them. So it was great to have him here, celebrate mass um, on the Saturday of the Congress and then the, the Friday of the Congress and then the next day, Saturday, to give his keynote. And so just to have this presence is yes. a big thing. And, and of course, when you say here, we're talking about the Corpus Christi. Dice, dice yeah, Corpus the Diocese of Corpus Christi. Yeah, uh, because this is the first time we're doing, like you said at the beginning, uh, we're doing this podcast here in the Diocese of Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. Normally, it's been done in the Diocese of Laredo. Although, we once had a, a special segment. Uh, where was that? Here? At Raquel's house. That's right. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. The, the, the one with, um, with Carlos Javier. That was, oh, that was actually up in, in, in Dallas. It was in Dallas? Yeah, because we had, it was the uh, convention yes. in Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we drove up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had, when we had that little mic, we yeah. didn't have all this. That's why it was doable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had, we had, so there you go. We've been in the Diocese of Dallas, Fort Worth, and the Diocese of Laredo, and then now here in the Diocese of Corpus Christi. That's good. So we got uh, 12 more dices to go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> on the road again <laughs> right exactly <laughs> alright well again we just wanted to make sure that you know this particular episode we would recognize uh, as part of Lunes de Fe um, you know, that teacher appreciation and to talk a little bit about the Synod and the importance of it we will talk a bit more about the Synod and listening sessions later on as we go about because today's day one for the Dice at least for the southern uh, dinnery of the Dice of Laredo uh, May 2nd will be the first uh, parish uh, for this dinnery to be able to walk through the eight different parishes that we're responsible for. And I'm happy that I'm part of it. Um, I am a helper. Okay, I'm joining the help uh, to both deacons, uh, Deacon Miguel Vallarta and Deacon um, uh, Ray, uh, Ram uh, Ramiro Garza. And uh, them two are the ones that are pretty much responsible for the carry out of this mission. But I'm happy that I was invited by the bishop to be part of this. And um, we're going to have fun with it. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what the responses are. And again, it's off in, in charity to be able to simply come together as a church and, and really just kind of mend, you know, the differences at the same time, uh, heal the broken, but then also rejoice in the joyful. And yeah, just what a gift. There's a lot of pieces moving in the church. I think the church is on the right direction in the sense of, of wanting that, desiring that unity. Now it's just a matter of being able to kind of carry those things out. And so with that being said, teachers, happy appreciation week. Enjoy your week and enjoy, enjoy your summer. Um, <laughs> well, alas, and then definitely whatever it is that you do, continue to do it with love. And in doing so, you show God's love through all the things that you teach. And of course, you, by default, 
will never stop teaching. Amen.